guys and welcome to this fortnight's episode of Neighbours Talk for the 20th of July 2019. Okay, before we start with the episode, can we just talk about how big Neighbours has been over the last couple of weeks? We have had the return of Robert Robinson and the reveal that he has a daughter named Harlo, the lovely Gemma Donovan. And I'm like, wow, okay, Robert Robinson has a kid, never thought I'd see the day considering he's in jail. And, like, I think somebody on the Neighbours Council worked out on Facebook. He would have been 14 when he impregnated um, Harlow's mother. And I was like, what the heck? Surely that's under the age of consent. But anyway, that was definitely an interesting shake-up to Ramsey Street with him coming back and his daughter being his daughter and Paul having a new granddaughter. How many more pieces of family does Paul need to get? Like, I'm, the family tree is confusing as it is, like, there's L and you don't, like, who's mother to who, and it's like, oh my god. So, yes. Uh, and we had the D um, arc coming to a halt, coming to an end. Hallelujah, is all I can say to that. I am so happy it's coming to an end. I've been over this storyline for so long, but now we're getting it to a conclusion, I'm like, yay, finally. So... We're going to actually talk about the whole D saga in this episode. And there's actually no... Oh, yes, there is. One piece of podcast business before we start. Travis Burns' new Hallmark movie. And I didn't realise it was actually a Hallmarky until um, they said to Neighbours that it was a Hallmark. I was like, oh, my God, it's a Hallmark. Okay. So um, his new movie, The Wrong Boy Next Door, is going to be launching on Friday, I think. I can't remember the date. Um, but I know it's launching very soon, which is exciting. But we need to find a way to watch it in Australia like we need to find a way to watch all the other Hallmarks because I've got a whole list of Hallmark movies I want to watch. And, yes, I found a website where I can watch some of them online, but not all of them. So I really wish I'd just bring Hallmark to Australia. It would be awesome. Hopefully that happens in the future. Who knows? But anyway, let's move on to the episode. We are going to be talking about D, Karen, Andrea. The Free Humans Played by Madeline Best. And can we say, before we start with the whole let's go di- deep dive talk about it, how well Madeline like, Rest has done such an awesome job in this storyline playing three different characters, not two, but three. Dee, Andrea and Karen. Although Dee and Karen are the same person, but it still counts as a separate character, right? Um, and Ryan Maloney, oh my god. He's knocking it out of the park this week. Um, he's been amazing. When he puts on the waterworks, he puts on the waterworks and does an awesome job. When he needs to act happy, he does it. He just knows how to do it in any situation. Like, he's just lost his wife in the show and it's like, and now his other wife's alive again. And, like, he can just put on the waterworks when he needs to and he can act whatever they give him, he acts so well. And as well, I should commend Kerry Armstrong on Nanny Alice. As much as I hate Nanny Alice, Kerry has done such an awesome job playing the role and she's brought that sass to the role a bit. And like, have you, like, you guys probably haven't seen the GIF. You might have seen the GIFs. There's been GIFs of Nanny Alice and I've laughed my head off at some of them. Um, but yes, them three have done such an awesome job and the people like background and behind the scenes have done an awesome job and all the directors and the crew and the rest of the cast who are involved with the storyline. Jackie Woodburn, can I say she's done an awesome job too? She's been really good in this um, story. 
I just think I need to hurry up and bring Carl back with all this crap's happening. Carl should be back. Hopefully they'll be back soon. Okay, so let's start with the deep dive. So we're just going to summarise this whole storyline um, from get-go of the Andrea stuff. And then I'm going to deep dive into this week quickly. So, in 2017, there was a woman who turned up on Tony's doorstep claiming she was Dee. Cody was so shocked and excited that it was his dead wife, Dee. But he fell into her trap and he met this girl who was actually Andrew's daughter. But she said that she was Tony's and Dee's daughter. And to do this, she had to source her rich. If you guys hear me using the, um, the term source, it means soap opera rapid aging syndrome. So she sourced the two years to be 15 instead of 13, so that they ages fitted. And she made it look like she was 13, and Cody fell for it. But then, she left town after Cody gave her a big paycheck to help Willow, who is his daughter, go to some elite boarding school, I don't even know. And she left town, um, crushed the check, left town. Cody went looking for her, found a note from Willow saying that he had left. Cody got the first flight out to London, like the next flight out to London, because he figured out that's where they had gone. And then he left to go to London. Carl followed him. He Skyped he Skyped Sonia on Skype one night. And they had a big fight. And Tony and Dee started talking, or should I say Andrea. And one thing led to another. And Sonia saw them cheat, like saw him cheat on her on Skype. And it caused a whole lot of drama. They got separated, nearly divorced over it. Um, Sonia relapsed. And Tony got hit by a car when he found out that Dee was actually po Andrea was actually posing as Dee. Now, fast forward, let's say February 2018 is where we fast forward to now. And this is when the Tony's 21st birthday bash happened. So we had Drew Parker come back, who was the ex-husband ex sorry, of Cindy Watts. Now, Cindy Watts was in on this all along. She had been working with Andrea to scam Tony for the money. So, Cindy. Cindy returned for Tony's 21st birthday bash, which happened in February, um, because her ex-husband, Stu, tried to stop her from coming back because Stu came back for this party. Um, but then, fast forward to six months, I think. Hold on. March. Four months, I'm sorry. Four months later. Cindy turns up on Toadie's doorstep with a baby. He greets and goes, you had a baby? And she's like, no, it's Andrea and yours, baby. Here you go. And I'm like, can I just say, this doesn't make sense to me. Because in 2015, I think it was the Jumping Castle, Toadie got told he could never have kids again. Or he had a low chance of having kids or something weird. I don't even know. Um, So Cindy turned up with his baby saying, she can't look after her. Andrea's gone because she's not coping. Tony to look after this kid. So Tony does the DNA test, turns out the kid is his, starts looking after it, and then gets a call about Paul tracks down Andrea because he wants to confront Andrea. Turns out she's in a mental hospital in Hobart, in Tassie, which is where I'm from. So it's like geographically I live in Launceston. So Hobart, if you don't know, Hobart's probably about two hours out of Launceston going up. It's the south of Tasmania, basically. So, um, Hobart, she's in the hospital, Tony goes and visits her, confronts her, Sonia goes and visits her, confronts her, needs a whole lot of stuff, Tony starts paying her medical bills. Then, this year, Andrea gets better after 
Oh, no, actually, we need to talk about Nanny Alice before we jump to this year. So, this Nanny came onto the scene in October 2018. The thing is, we didn't know she was connected to Fake D. We didn't know what was going to happen. So, what happened was, Sonia was and Harold struggling with Nell and Hugo. And then, Nell needed to go to the toilet, but Sonia was too busy. came over and was like, oh, I can take this little one to the toilet and introduced herself as Alice. But later on, us viewers learnt, not with Rebecca's, but us viewers learnt, she was Fake D's mother. And she was trying to get Toadie and Sonia, not Toadie and Sonia, sorry, Toadie to get back with Andrea. But her attempt failed. And she later poisoned Sonia as a part of her crest. Locked Rillo in a shed because Rillo returned to Aaron's bar and met her and realised it was her. Rillo got to t her to tell her what was happening and convinced her that she was on the side. Then she found out, locked Rillo in the shed. Toadie came. Rillo told him that it was Heather, not Alice. Um, and led to a whole lot of drama. Sonia was left on the road, poisoned with something. And then, turns out, um, Alice ran on the run. Turns out earlier this year that poison had caused Sonia to get cancer. So Sonia got ovarian cancer. Andrea returned onto the scene in the hospital. Um, she wanted to take custody away from Toadie. But Sonia went to him, went to her at the hospital and was like, look, I might not be in the picture for longer, any longer. Toadie deserves to have custody. So Andrea signs over, <coughs> somewhat agrees to sign over. So she signs over custody. Then she gets discharged after Sonia dies. Cody lets her into his life eventually after Shane and Dippy track her down. Let's her into her life. And she reveals that a man mistaken, because she had told Sonia this story about how a man mistaken her for another woman named Karen. So she revealed this to Sonia. Then Sonia told Shane, Shane told Dippy, and they searched for her, and she returned to Aaron Sarah at their request. And Cody slowly let her in and let her have access to Hugo. But turns out she was helping Heather all along. So. Andrea was hiding Heather out while saying to Toadie, oh no, I don't know who she is. But they got exposed on Tuesday when they went to Byron Bay to meet this Karen woman that they managed to track down. So they went to Byron, there was a fight, Andrea pushed Karen off the cliff. But Karen turned up in Aaron's bar with Heather and Heather and Andrea got arrested. Karen turned up and was like, it's me, it's Dee. And her and Toadie started talking. But... As the more they talked, the more they learned about we learned about this D story. So what happened was D got went to see Cecile's boyfriend. Cecile is her sister. And turns out her boyfriend was working for the Zantac gang and D saw something she shouldn't have well, supposedly. But they didn't. So she didn't. So on the reading day they tampered with the car to try and get D off the scene. This Riley guy jumped in the water, saved D and they went to um for and band leave protection. She tried, She decided to contact Toadie at one point, but he had already moved on with his life and married Sonia, so she left it as B. But we learned after Andrea recognised one of the guys, we learned that it was actually Andrea who was the target, not D, and D lost 16 years of her life because of Andrea. Now, that's the storyline. Toadie and D agreed to go back to Byron, then Toadie invited her back and they started to reconcile. So, let's this, I'm going to talk about my thoughts on this. I'm like, Andrea is a pain, but I'm actually um, kind of over some of the D stuff. But I'm not minding the D and Toadie dynamic, so I'm looking forward to seeing how it expands and how she goes in the street and if she'll become permanent. But I can just say the storyline was a bit weird. But until next...